This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. everybody welcome back lift me up in prayer I'm supposed to start Hebrew Sunday night and I haven't done my homework yet I've signed up for a 30 week program through an extension with Hebrew University to do uh, one hour every Sunday night my time Um, live class biblical Hebrew kindergarten level so there we are my goal is to learn to speak Hebrew and then I'm going to begin to cast demons out in the Hebrew language and be able to read the Lepo Codex and the Masoretic Hebrew Leningrad Codex as well. Pray for me though because uh, I am kind of uh, in the past a procrastinator when it comes to doing homework and you know would do these assignments I'm supposed to be working on for a month or two the night before. I get, her, I get her done, but uh, come on. I don't want to do that again, but I better get started because today's already Wednesday, so pray for me. And I do have a praise report. The enemy withstood me trying to stop my FedEx from coming in and um, give me hell. And I said, God, I give it over to you. And we did our Speak My Word program yesterday, and I checked FedEx, and they had it cleared customs. Thank you, Jesus. Prayer does change things. For those that may have prayed or agreed with me on that, that the FedEx be released, thank you. Um, I've only done like two FedExes, my second one since I've been here, but I needed to get an ATM card. All mine ATM cards expire like tomorrow. Can't use an ATM card with 
with an expired card. So how do you get an ATM card sent overseas? Well, you think a FedEx would do it. Well, FedEx and DHL will give you hell. And what I did is um, I just shipped uh, a small children's book with a card inserted in there with my uh, ATM card, and Customs held it up. They wanted a commercial invoice for the book. I'm like, commercial invoice? This book only costs $3.95. I gave them the Amazon receipt. I mean, the hoops that you have to jump through. Issue a commercial invoice? I said, this is for personal use. I mean, that's what we do in America, isn't it? If you want to send something, FedEx, DHL, or uh, U.S. Mail, Priority Mail Pack. That's what we do in the West, over here. No, they open everything up and they want a tax everything. That's why I tell people, don't send me anything. I had a friend one time send me a bunch of books, a big box and CDs. I had to pay for them all. They were held up in customs. Um, it's like my friend Jerry Golden said, one time someone donated a car to his ministry. It was, a, let's say, a $20,000 car. This would be back in the 80s. You don't get a car of 20000 more, do you? And um, it was delivered to him. And then in Israel, they hit him with uh, 40 to 50% import tax or more. Now, he told me he had to pay for the car himself. It was paid for twice. So maybe they charged him a full 100%. But, I mean, can you believe that? Yeah, C- countries do that. And uh, what about America? Are we charging any import taxes to other countries? That was a big riff. We, Trump was making China accountable in these other countries, you know. You charge us out the yin-yang to export to your countries and we're not to charge you import taxes? Well, there we are. But anyway, God moved. And uh, I said, Lord... This thing's been held up. My mom sent this package to me seven weeks, seven days ago. You know what it costs to send a FedEx international envelope? It cost me over $100. But I had to get that card. The only other way to get it is I'd have to physically fly to America and pick it up, which I was prepared to do if I had to, but I still need to go back. But um, it's a lot of money to buy a ticket. And I figured... I'm not ready to go back yet. Better wait. Let me try the FedEx first. So there we are. But praise God. It's coming through. Now I've got to pray in my international driver's license. I'm still working on that. That's a 15-day working process. Hopefully when that comes in, then at the right time I can come back into the States for a few days and have a way to drive. I've got to take care of some things back there. Long overdue, including getting an American driver's license. I've been gone almost eight years. It's amazing how time flies. Well, we're going to go into the Word of God now with a program that we call Speak My Word. And we're going to be picking up today in 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Father God, in Jesus' name, thank you for the miracle you gave me with the FedEx yesterday. We're believing you for miracles for the listeners out there that we've been praying for, for jobs, for income. We're praying, God, 
that you would give every person out there tuning in what they need tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And we're asking that you would bless the word as it goes forward today. In Jesus Christ, holy name, amen. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shosho, which belongeth to Judah, and pitched between Shosho and Azekah in Ephesdamim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head. And he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of brass. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a target of brass between his shoulders. And the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. And his spear's head weighed 600 shekels of iron. And one bearing a shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine, and ye servants of Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me, and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him, and kill him, then shall ye be our servants, and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we might that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of the Ephrathite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse. And he had eight sons. And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. And the three eldest sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the battle. And the names of his three sons that went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn, and next unto him Abinadab, and the third Shammah. And David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. But David went in return from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself forty days. And Jesse said unto David his son, Take now for thy brethren an ephah of this parched corn and these ten loaves and run to the camp to thy brethren. And carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand. And look how thy brethren fare and take their pledge. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper 
and took and went as Jesse had commanded him, and he came to the trench. As the host was going forth to the fight and shouted for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were sore afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have ye seen this man that has come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches, and will give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? And taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that should defy the armies of the living God? The people answered him after this manner, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down here? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. David said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, Yahovah that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Saul said unto David, Go, and Yahovah be with thee. And Saul armed David with his armor, and he put a helmet of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail. And David girded his sword upon his armor, and he set out to go, for he had not proved it. For he assayed to go, for he had not proved it. And David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. I haven't tested them. 
That's what prove means. Prove me here, saith the Lord, if I shall not pour out a blessing on you that you shall not contain. It means test him. Put me to the test. And David put them off in him. Put them off him. And David took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag which he had, even in a scrip. And a sling was in his hand. And he drew near to the Philistine. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. And the man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of a fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog? that thou come to me with staves? And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. We're reading from First Samuel. Slaves of a nameless God, once again I bring you the challenge of Goliath of Goth, champion of the Philistines. Where is your faith in your God? Where is your trust in his protection? You boast that he can move mountains, and yet he cannot move one man among you to defend his honor. Six times have we challenged you to put forward a champion, and six times have you cowered in silence. Send out a champion, and whoever wins the combat wins the day for his country and his God. Well, Israelites, what is your answer? Then let all the world bear witness. There is no God in Israel. your flesh to the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field.
so be it, Lord. So be it! Command. It takes a shepherd boy to wipe out our disgrace. He's given us back our pride. From that day, David did not return to his father's house, but remained with Saul at Gebeah, where he served in the army for ten years. He fought so bravely that Saul placed him over his men of war. Each victory was greeted with exultation in the sight of all the people. That's a clip from King David, 1985. You've got to watch this movie. Have you seen it before? Watch it again. I own a copy of it. I love it. And uh, one of the greatest biblical epics made in modern times. King David with Richard Gere. We're reading the true story of David going up against Goliath. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and to the beast of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of Jehovah of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will Jehovah deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee, and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beast of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all the assembly shall know that Jehovah saveth not with sword and spear. For the battle is Jehovah, and he will give you into our hand. And it came to pass when the Philistines arose, and came and drew near to meet David, that David hasted, and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took from there a stone and sling it and smote the Philistine in his forehead. He did it the first time. That the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and smote the Philistine and slew him. To smote means to hit or to strike. Slew means he killed him. 
but there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and of Judah rose and shouted and pursued the Philistines until they came to the valley and to the gates of Ekron. And the wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Sharim, even unto Gath and unto Ekron. And the children of Israel returning returned from chasing after the Philistines, and they spoiled their tents. David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. And when Saul saw David go forth against the Philistine, he said unto Abner, The captain of the host, Abner, whose son is this youth? And Abner said, As thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. And the king said, Inquire thou whose son this stripling is, this young lad. And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand. Saul said to him, Whose son art thou, thy young man? And David answered, I am the son of thy servant Jesse the Bethlehemite. Okay, we're going to take a break here, go to a song. There are some biblical researchers that believe the place of the skull, Golgotha, is a place where the head of the giant was buried. The place of the skull. Now that's um, a new opinion that I'm hearing. And that may be the case, I don't know. I'd always thought the place of the skull was the place that was identified by General Gordon. Chinese Gordon, as they called him. A man that they made a movie about called Khartoum. If you've never seen that one, that's a great movie with Charlton Heston. Khartoum. Just some amazing video cinematography. But General Gordon, when he was in Jerusalem back in the 1800s, he was looking out of his hotel room at the landscape there in Jerusalem and he saw what looked like a skull. And he thought that that was Golgotha. Of course, that's where the modern-day garden tomb is. At least it's said to be. And uh, if you look at the uh, the face of that cliff, there's some caves there. It does look like a skull to me too, although it's degraded over time. 2005... I took my first of two trips to Israel and I went with two reasons in mind. I wanted to get to the Temple Mount and also want to get to the place of the skull. And I went over there and uh, then and even now there's a fence around the base of this cliff, this escarpment, and the base of it is a parking lot. Arab bus lot and so I wanted to get as close as I could I had to walk around the sidewalk and I had to step over dog poo there's a lot of dog poo out there and I thought man if this is the place this was a trash dump at one point in time sure 
Reminds me of that now. And I got up there and I looked and of course from the garden tomb you can take some pictures and I have pictures of it. But there's new theory that that's not it. That was an educated guess but it's actually a different location and it's named that way because of the skull which is buried on the ground. Now that would be interesting. Now David took the armor. They would have buried the head of course. And he also took the, uh, the sword. Uh, actually, I think the priest picked that up, and he later gets that back. You remember when he's on the run? When he goes in to eat the showbread, and the, the high priest gives him a glass sword? The late Henry Grover said that uh, that sword was uncovered, and it was found there uh, by Ron Wyatt. If I remember the story correctly, Ron claimed to have found a lot of things. He may have indeed. I believe he found the true Mount Sinai, for sure. I don't believe he found Noah's Ark. He's also interviewed late in life in the 90s, and he said that he thought he had found the the chalice that was the one that was used at the Last Supper, the cup of Christ. Uh, Again, just speculation, my opinion, but not to discredit the man, he came up with some great discoveries. Um, but whether or not he found the sword of Goliath, that'd be pretty cool to see it, wouldn't it? Supposedly it was found in there with the ark. I'm not sure the whole story now, but I have to go back and refresh. At any rate, uh, that's interesting. And um, we may have been looking in the wrong place for even the crucifixion. I just don't know. I'm not saying that General Gordon wasn't right to begin with. Of course, the Catholics, they believe it's in a whole other place, but I don't put any credence to what the Catholics say because Constantine's mother, Catherine, I think her name was, um, she went out and began to say, oh, this is where Mount Sinai is and this is the the garden tomb and this is so and so and they begin to venerate those places and build temples over them okay hope you enjoyed that program and I've run out of time so we'll come back and do more next time on speak my word hope you enjoy these programs coming up next in about three minutes Dr. Deborah Vells so hang tight we're going to refresh and be right back and start our next program here we go <music> 